Okay, we are learning down field. We're starting from the bottom of Tess Amid Beis by the two dots. So we've been talking about this idea, Rosh Hashanah, the first of Tishrei, is Rosh Hashanah for different things. One of the things that we're mentioning, that we're learning about now, is Rosh Hashanah for Nitiyos. Nitiyos means for the years of Arla, the Cheshman of Arla. So Arla, Torah says the first three years, food's forbidden. The fourth year, you bring to Yerushalayim and you eat there. So how do you Cheshman three and four years? So some of the shot is you would go from the calendar date. So if you would plant it on Tesvel Cheshvan, then you would go to the next Tesvel Cheshvan, and the next one, and the next one, and then you would know three years. But we learn that it's not like that. It's hard. It says, Vashana Shlishis, Vashana Revias. We learn Xer Shava, Vashana, Vashana, too, to learn that it derives that the year switches at Echabe um, Tishrei, because we learned a couple of days ago, the word Shana is a reference to the first of Tishrei. So now the Gemara applies this halacha. Another thing which we're going to learn about today is that for Shemitah, remember, there's an add on to Shemitah. You're supposed to add on to Shemitah. Pashas is 30 days where it's not supposed to do any work or plant and with Rabbanan, if you did, there's, a, there's like a takana, like a penalty, like you have to like uproot what was done. So the Gemara here teaches Tan Rabbanan, whether we're talking about someone planting a tree, someone bending a vine, sticking it into the ground, meaning a different form of planting, or grafting, right, connecting a branch to a different tree. All those types of planting, someone who's doing this in the sixth year, before Shemitah, 30 days before Rosh Hashanah. So if you did it 30 days before, also Rosh Hashanah. As soon as Rosh Hashanah arrives, it's considered as if a full year has passed. The tree is already considered as if it is in its second year already. That's in regard to the laws of our law, that even though only 30 days have passed, but that's what the Bryce was teaching, that the 30 days are enough to be considered a year. And once Rosh Hashanah passes, it's already considered in its second year. When Moser Lechem and Meshviyas is permitted to then keep these plants around during Shemitah, meaning there's no penalty that the rabbis are going to make to uproot them because since this was done more than 30 days before Shemitah started, you didn't violate the law of adding on to the Shemitah year. I added on to the Shemitah year. The work that was done here with the trees was clearly in advance of the Shemitah year. It was done 30 days before. However, says the Bryce, on contrast, if the work was done here, the planting that's done, is done less than 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, then the law is otherwise. Lo also Lo Shana. When Rosh Hashanah comes, it's not considered like a year past. Meaning, since it was less than 30 days, we're not going to say that in regard to the, to the laws of our laws, it's treated like it's in its second year. No, it's still like it's in its first year. Because since less than 30 days existed when the tree was, was, was planted, it's not considered enough to have a full year in regard to the laws of our laws. So it's still going to be in its first year, and it won't hit its second year until the next Rosh Hashanah. Very interesting law. Theoretically, it's like a riddle. How could you have a tree that it takes more than a year to, to get to, for it to turn one? What's the answer? If you planted it less than 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, it's not going to be considered halakhically in its second year until the next Rosh Hashanah. And Sermaliva, also the common of Mishriyas, will be also to preserve these trees around during the Shemitah year. You have to uproot them. Why? Because since they were planted within 30 days, since they were planted within 30 days of the Shemitah, so it's considered like you violated the law of adding on to Shemitah, and the rabbis penalized the person who did this, and we say that it has to, um, has to be uprooted. Okay, and we're at the top of Yud Amad Aleph now, top words. Now, we said that when you plant 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, as long as it was 30 days, then it's considered, the tree is considered in its second year as soon as Rosh Hashanah comes. So let's speak this through. So then what's going to happen? A whole another year will pass, and we'll be considered now in its third year, right? And then a whole another year will pass, we consider it in its fourth year. Then the next time you'll say, okay, the next Rosh Hashanah, I can eat the fruits right away. Says the Chimara, tremendous novelty. Uperos netia zu. However, after the Arlan Ravai years are over, the fruits of this planting of this tree are asura and they're forbidden. Ad chamisha asar bishvat. They're asur until tu bishvat. Till tu bishvat comes, we say that they are forbidden. Really, really big chedesh. We say that it's asur until tu bishvat. In the Arla, the Arla, in regard to the case of completing Arla, it's not asur banal. That's true for Arla. Ravai, the Ravai. In the case of completing the Ravai year, it's true as that it's asur as Ravai. Meaning. 
normally we're saying that the Arlen Revai years are over at Rosh Hashanah, right? Because Rosh Hashanah is going to be when it turned one, and Rosh Hashanah will be when it turned two and three and four. But we're saying at the end of it all, it still has to clear two bishvat. Until it clears two bishvat, we're not going to permit the fruit. So let's just peek it through a case to make sure we understand what it's saying. I plant a tree in Av, okay? So I've got 35 days before Rosh Hashanah, I planted a tree. 35 days later, the tree is already considered in its second year. So in Svara, you would have said that a couple of years later when the Arlen Revai is finished, so great, go eat the fruits, everything's totally permitted. We're saying, no, it's not that true. Even though eventually the tree is going to be considered in its fifth year, it's going to be considered as if the tree has already had its birthdays by clearing the Rosh Hashanahs, even though it hasn't hit again the anniversary of the date when it was planted, but in order for the fruits to be permitted, it has to clear two bishvat as well. A really big chedesh. It's got to clear two bishvat. So there's two dinah. There's the tree being in what year it is, and that its birthday is determined based upon Rosh Hashanah, as long as there were 30 days that it existed before Rosh Hashanah. But in addition, we're saying for the fruits to actually be permitted, it's not enough that the tree now is in its fifth year. You need to see that the fruits have cleared two bishvat. Unless the fruits have cleared two bishvat, you can't eat the fruits. So you're not going to need a full three years and a full four years. That's true. But you're going, that, that is true. You don't have to wait till the anniversary of the date that it was planted enough. But you do have to make sure that it clears two bishvat. So obviously we're going to need Xerius Akasar for this because this is very hard. We're like living a paradox. On the one hand, we're saying Rosh Hashanah is the birthday. He turned one on Rosh Hashanah and it's already considered as if it a full year of its life existed even just after 35 days. But then on the other hand, we're saying that a few years later when it's Nagea to actually go and eat the fruits now, we're saying, hey, they're permitted. They've passed the Arlan Ravai time. You have to wait until Tubishvat to get that clear. So we have to understand how that possibly can be true. So there's more... Tubishvat before it's allowed or Tubishvat after? After. So meaning so I, pa- I plant, exactly. So meaning it's, it, it's still a kula, but it's a chumrah. We're adding a chumrah. So meaning I plant an av. 35 days later, it's already got its first birthday. We're saying that was its first year. So then you complete a couple more years or finish three years. But when, it, when do I actually take the fruits to Yerushalayim? Not the day after Rosh Hashanah. No. Wait to another few months until Tubishvat and then you take it. So overall, it's still a kula. I'm not waiting till a full three years that exists in the world, right? But the last point that we're saying is a novelty, that it's not enough for it to just wait until after um, the Rosh Hashanah. The Rosh Hashanah determine how old the tree is, but to actually take the fruit and say, this is fourth year stuff or fifth year stuff to eat it at home, you have to wait for the clearance of two Bishvat. So the Gwar says, how do we know that? How do we know that the Revai is going to end? It's, it's, it's extending into the fourth and fifth year. If you think about it, that's what's going on. We're saying the Arla prohibition is really extending into the fourth year, and the revived prohibition is extending into the fifth year. That's really what's going on, because the tree is already in its fourth year once the Rosh Hashanah will come, and then you're still going to say you have to wait till two Bishvat. So Amar Rukhir Ba'aba, Rabbi Yochanan, Umatu Mishpet, Rabbi Yanai. Rukhir Ba'aba said the name of Rabbi Yochanan, other people say in the name of Rabbi Yanai. Amar Kura the Pasik says, after it says the laws of Arla, it uses a phrase that like connects it. Uv Ashana Haraviyas, and in the fourth year, and then it talks about Revai. And then after that, it says, and in the fifth year. So the, the connecting phrases, the vavs there, what they do is that they connect the law of Revai to our law and the law of the fifth year the, to, to the Revai. And it teaches us, there, there is a phenomenon where it could be that the tree is in its fourth year, but the fruit still have an Isra'ala. You could have that phenomenon. And the same thing in the year to come. There are times when the tree can be in this fifth year and still, it can still be How could that happen? Right, isn't it? The first three years it's Asr, the fourth year it's Revai, the fifth year you could eat it. The answer is, in a case where the fruits, you have early fruits, 
that are um, before the 15th of Shvat. In the fourth year, you're still going to have an Isra of Arla. And the next year, before the 15th of Shvat, when the tree is in its fifth year, you're still going to have an, Arla, an Isra of Revai. So that's a tremendous novelty. We're learning that even in the fourth year, you could have Arla, and even in the fifth year, you theoretically could have the Isra of Revai. So overall, we're learning Akula. Overall, we're learning that when I plant, as long as there's 30 days, then, then before Rosh Hashanah, that's considered its whole first year. Then afterwards, it's in its second year. Overall, that's big picture what we're learning. But we're saying that the early fruits that emerge after all that is said and done, in the four, when it's in its fourth year, still have the prohibition of Arla until Tu Bishvat, and the fruits which emerge before, in the fifth year before Tu Bishvat still have the restrictions of Revai. By the way, those are early fruits. Like, just to bring out the point, that's not most of the fruits of the tree. It's just like the agricultural seasons. Most of the time, the fruit's going to emerge a little bit later. That's usually the way it is. So this is the early fruit. The early, the early fruits will still have the iser. Okay. So now we've been assuming that it's like 30 days is a year, right? That's what we've been assuming. Because we're saying if you plan, if you plan when there's at least 30 days, that was considered its first year. If it wasn't 30 days, then it can't be considered that was its first year. So the Gemara says, Lima de Lokur This idea that in less than 30 days is not considered a year, it doesn't work with the opinion of Rameir. The Rameir, if you go like Rameir, he holds that even just one day of a year for legal standards is considered to be a full year. Where do we see this? Tanya, as it says in a Brisa. So the Torah tells us three different names, and they all mean the same thing. They all mean cow family, but there are three different terms for cows, and they refer to different ages of cows. We have par. The term is par. So what's a par? Tar, par, Omar, Torah, Stam. If the Torah says par, and it doesn't tell us what age it's supposed to be, so usually you would say par is a bull, but that doesn't help us. You just know it's a male cow, right? A male cow. How old is the cow? So if it says par, it should be at least 24 months and one day. Different mayor, according to our mayor. Blazer says, It has to be at least 24 months and 30 days. So what's going on here? What's going on is that everybody agrees that a par has to be, uh, has to be in its third year. Everybody agrees that it has to be three years of age. But the question is, what crosses the threshold of three years of age? According to Rebbe Mayer, you need a passage of two years. And then as long as it's one day that has passed in the third year, so now that one day is enough to be considered, yeah, it's the third year of age. Whereas according to Rebbe Lezer, we say no. Unless it was more of a significant amount in its third year, there was at least 30 days in its third year, then we're not going to say that it's its third year. And everybody agrees that it has to be three years old, we're going to come. But Rebbe Mayer is saying, Rebbe Lezer is saying that you need 30 days to pass for it to be a year. Where do we see all this from? All your Rebbe Mayer, Omer, Rebbe Mayer used to say. And by the way, the standards here are not not only Rameir, the dispute Rameir and Rebbe Lazar is in that last year, do I, how much is significant to be considered that it's in that year, the one day or only 30 days. But the standards that we're now going to say is true that according to everybody. Wherever the term Egel is used, so Egel you would translate it as a calf, but it means a baby cow. The reason we say it's baby is because it's a reference to Ben Shon. It means in its first year. The way that we know that is because the Torah, sometimes the Torah tells us, it says, Beferish, Egel Vacheves Bene Shana. So that Pasuk is used in Parsha Shmini, by the Miluim, the inauguration of the Mishkan, it says, Egel Vacheves Bene Shana in their first year. So now that uses, it's like a Stam term that whenever it appears in the Torah to go bring a Keves, even if the Torah doesn't specify the age, the Egel is only kosher for a carbon if it's within its first year. Ben Bakar, whenever the Torah says, uh, a cattle. So again, cattle, that's very vague. What's cattle? So it means from the cow family. How old? Benchtime. That means in its second year. 
And again, we understand that because the, the, the Torah says it together with Isle, and there's a time when the word Isle refers to something more mature than a sheep. Sheep is within his first year, so Isle must be something more, must be in its second year. And the Torah says Ben Bucker in conjunction with Isle, so we end up saying it's within its second year. So it's not so important for us what the sources exactly are, but take a, the takeaway here is that the term of Ben Bucker refers to a two-year-old. Par, when it says bull, Ben Shalosh, it means it's a reference to a three-year-old. Par Ben Bucker. So there's a whole... There's a whole hack if it, if, it, if it has to, if, it, if it's four years as a puzzle, or does it just mean it has to be at least three-year-old? But bottom line is, that's what the term power is. So Remeyer is saying that it's considered a power when it's 24 months and one day he holds a single day of a year is enough to be considered like enough for a significance of a full year. Whereas Rebbe Lazar says it has to be 24 months and then another 30 days, he holds a significance of a full year is only with 30 days. So now let's go back to what we were learning. We were learning that if somebody's planting, if there were at least 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, so then that amount of time is considered a full year in the laws of, in the laws of Arla. Yeah, it already passed a full year. If it was less than 30 days, then it's not considered a year. So that idea that it has to be at least 30 days sounds only like Rebbe Lazar. According to Rabbi Meir, even if somebody just planted one day before Rosh Hashanah, why can't we say that one day is considered significant enough to be a passage of a year? Must be, we're not going like Rebbe Meir. The Brisa that we had is only like the view of Rebbe Lazar. It's not like the view of Rebbe Meir. Says the Gemara, no. You could say that our law is going like Rabbi Meir. When did Rabbi Meir say a single day of a year is considered a full year? That's at the end of years. Meaning, let's say a par has to be three years. So you need to get the last year. You need to get the third year. So Rabbi Meir says you got the third year even from just one day. To finish this series of years, even one day is considered enough. Enough of a, of a time to say, yeah, it's a third year. But when it comes to beginning this series of years, like by us, by our law, we need to say how much is significant that it turned one. Even Rabbi Meir would agree, you need 30 days to be considered a full year. Now, it's hard to know. Are we saying, like, is this purely logical? Or is the Gemara just simply saying, you can't apply what Rabbi Meir said to us. Rabbi Meir was talking about the case of the last year of a series of years, a power being three years of age. And he's saying that the, to be three years of age, yeah, the last, that last third year did a full 24 months. So the last year of being a third year could even come from just one day. But to start you off, to kick off the series of years, there we say different. To kick off the series of years, it has to be, even Rabbi Mayer would agree that a minimum of 30 days is required for the tree to be planted, that we're gonna say, hey, it finished, it completed its first complete first uh, year. Says the Gemara, though, logically, we should say the opposite. We're going to prove that to kick something off, actually the opposite. You need less of a significant amount of time than you need to complete a series of time. Where do we see this from? The laws of Nida. So in the laws of Nida, again, with Daraisa, the din is that she bleeds. And then for a week, she's tummy. So what does a week mean? Seven days. So the Allah is the day that she sees, that is day one. No matter what time on the clock during the day she sees, it could be 8 a.m., 10 a.m., 2 p.m., 4 p.m. As long as it's sometime during the day, that day is day one. Even though it's only going to be a partial amount of time until the end of the day. But for day seven, when is Anita able to go to the mikvah? Only completely after the day is gone. So says the Gemara, Ma'anida, in the case of Nida, even though, is not the beginning of the last day doesn't count as if it was a complete day meaning when I get to day 7 I don't say that as soon as you know a little bit of day 7 passes now she could go to the mikvah we don't say that we say she has to completely finish a day 7 day 7 has to be a full complete day she can't go to the mikvah until certainly after nightfall of day 7 nonetheless the end of day 1 is enough to be considered day 1 
We see that even let's say she sees, just hypothetically, half an hour before the sun sets. When is her day one over? Half an hour later. Half an hour later, when now it's already, she's in day two. So I see that on day one, a partial day is enough to be considered a full day. Whereas on day seven, a partial day is not. You have to wait till the day is complete. So what do I see from Nida? That to kick something off, a, com- a partial day is enough, but to finish it, you need a complete day. So then now what we're saying in regard to years, and the laws here, what we're applying from our mayor's carbonos over to us, to the trees planting before Rosh Hashanah. So Shana, by the series of years, we see Rameir holds that even one day is enough to finish this series of years. He said that when I had 24 months and one day, the, the, the power is considered a three-year-old. So you see that to finish off, he was saying even just one day is enough. So isn't it certain that in regard to starting off what's considered a year, certainly even just one day should be considered a year. For a mayor regards one day at the end of his series to be significant like a full year, certainly he would say a day at the beginning of his series, like by Arla, should be significant to be a year. So the price that we taught must not go like Reb Meir. So again, the price that we taught is if I plan something, I need 30 days before Rosh Hashanah to say that was a year for Arla. If it's less than 30 days, not enough of the time passed to say that you had a year of Arla. That was the law that the price had taught. We suggested that the Rameir, that Rameir would not agree with the Brisa, because according to Rameir, he says that a power is called a three-year-old as soon as 24 months and one day pass. So he yields one day is considered significant. The Gemara deflected that Rameir only said it to finish a series of years, but to kick off a series of years, you need more. The Gemara has proved that that's completely illogical. If anything, we see from the case of Nida that it is easier to start something off than it is to finish it. By Nida, we see she needs a complete seventh day, but only a partial first day. So if a mayor was saying that the one day is enough to make the power be called three, certainly he would say that a, that, that a tree one day that it was planted before Rosh Hashanah should be significant enough to be considered that it had a year. So the law that we said that you need 30 days before Rosh Hashanah must not be in accordance with the view of Rebbe Mayer. That's what the Gemara says. Says the Gemara, so Elamah, what's going on? Elamai, Rebbe Lazar. So very good. It should be Rebbe Lazar. Rebbe Lazar says you need 24 months and 30 days for the power to be three. So to here, Rebbe Lazar is going to say you need 30 days before Rosh Hashanah to be, for it to be a year. That's what it would be. But now the Gemara realizes something completely new. A new variable that we hadn't thought of at all. When you plant before, what is planting? What happens when you plant? Nothing, right? Because what has to happen? Something has to take root. Until it takes root, you know what it's considered halakhically? Like you put it in the pantry. The pantry happens to be the ground. But nothing happened. There's no effect of a maisa. There's no halachic ramification of something when I put a seed in the ground, right? If there's no root, if there's no, even if I take a sapling, whatever it is, until it takes root, until something is affected from my action, there's no, that's not a maisa planting. The tree is not considered to be planted halachically. So when we say you plant 30 days before, let's think this through. Even if we're going to say like Rebbe Lazar, 30 days is considered a year, but 30 days shouldn't be enough. You should need 30 plus 30. Why? Why? Because we're going to prove from a different context that Rebbe Lazar holds that when you plant a tree, it takes a real month for it to take root. So if you need a month for it to take root and a month for it to be planted, for it to be a year, you really need 60 days. Because you have to put it 60 days in advance, 30 days so it will take root, and then it will be considered that it was a tree for a year. But if you only have 30 days, then what do I have? I have nothing. Because by the time it finally becomes a real tree, by the time it takes root, not when it's in the ground. When it's in the ground, it's like it's in the pantry. It's not. When it's actually t- considered to be a tree, it's already Rosh Hashanah. So the Gemara is saying, if you want to make it Rebel Lazar, and that's what's going on, we realize a whole new problem. Something that we hadn't considered until now. Until now, the only variable we've been thinking of is what duration of time is significant amount, a significant enough to say that this is considered like a full year. 
But the Gemara is realizing there's another issue here by the tree. It has to take root. And the Gemara is going to prove that Rabbi Lazar holds that it takes 30 days to take root. It says in a Mishnah, So we're talking about Erev Shemitah that you have to add on to the Shemitah here. So you can't plant a tree. You can't be Markiv, take bending Levine and putting it in the ground. Or grafting the branch into another tree. You can't do this before Shemitah. Less than 30 days before Rosh Hashanah. Why? Because what's happening? When you do this, what's going to happen? You're, you, the, root, the rooting is going to take place only after Rosh Hashanah already begins. Because it doesn't take root in less than 30 days. That's why Rashi learns the Gemar. And now you're causing it to take root during the Shemitah year. If you're not the favorite if you did any of these actions, Yaakar, the rabbis penalized you, and you have to uproot it. Because it's a rabbinic thing. It's just as someone, when you do an Isra, sometimes the rabbis penalize a person, like you cook on Shabbos, you can't eat the food. You're looking at a similar type of halacha. If you plant it within 30 days, so you're making that the tree is going to take root during the Shemitah year, you have to uproot it. That's all the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer. Why? Because Rabbi Eliezer is saying that it takes 30 days to take root. So if you did it within 30 days, that's the problem. Whereas Rabbi Yudah, if it doesn't, a graft that doesn't take hold in three days, meaning if it doesn't take root in somewhat within three days, this will never take hold. So the time for grafting is not 30 days, but three. And he's not, even though he mentions grafting, the Bachronim say this is true for planting as well. There's some effect from planting already within three days. That's the opinion of, of, of Rabbi Yehuda. So he would say um, that even just three days before it's not an issue. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef, two weeks. So here we have a whole machlokas in regard to Metzias. How long does it take for things to take root? We've got Rabbi Lazar saying 30. We've got Rabbi Yudha saying three. And we've got Rabbi Yosef and Rabbi Shimon saying two weeks. Now, what? Is there Shemitah is planting, taking root, doing both on Shemitah? So that's exactly what you kind of see here. It's that a little bit of both. In other words, we're saying... Right. It, that you have to approve it as only draw on it. Right. Right. So the question is, what about this amount of Tosefes? That's what you mean? You have to add on to Shemitah as well. Meaning, right. if I plant before and I just cause it to take root during Shemitah, I'm not doing anything. I plant, did, what exactly? So let's see the Gemara. Look at the next line. So we have a machlokas here about how long taking root is. Again, Rabbi Lazar, 30 days. Rabbi Yudah, three days. Rabbi Shimon, two weeks. So now comes along the Amoraim and they explain. According to the first view, this Rabbi Lazar, this Tanakhama, that you need 30 days to take root. And then if you plant before Shemitah, you need 30 days plus another 30. Why? Because remember, besides for the fact that it can't, you can't make it caught, you cannot make it take root in Shemitah, you also have to add on to the Shemitah here. Remember, we keep on learning, there's Tosefah Shemitah. And we assume that the Isman of Tosefah Shemitah is 30 days. So really, if you want to go plant a tree permissibly, you need to do it 60 days before Shemitah. 30 days for it to take root, and that it should take root before the time that you have to add on to the Shemitah. So if I did it within 30 days, the rabbis are going to be so upset at what I've done, because I caused it to, not only did I plant within this Mount of Tosefis, I caused it to take root. Now, during Shemitah, they're going to tell me I have to uproot it. <laughs> Mom, go ahead and uproot it. But to do it permissibly, to do it bad, and everyone's going to be okay with what I did, I really need to do it 60 days before. That it should take root before this Mount of Tosefis. The Divrei Omer Shlosha, according to your view, that it only takes a tree, or a tree three days to take root. Sar Shlosha Meshlosha. Shlosha Meshlosha, we have to plant 33 days before. Right? The 30 days of Tosefis should start while it's already taken root. The Divri Yomash Shabbos, according to it takes two weeks to take root. Star Then you plant before Shemitah, you need two weeks plus 30 days. So what do we see from here? We see from here, the main point that we need is that a tree needs, according to Rabbi Lazar, 30 days to take root. That's the main point that we need. So now what's going on is, let's go back to our original Brisa that we began with. We were talking about the laws of Arla, and we said that if I plant 
30 days before. If it was 30 days, so then it was 30 days that's significant enough to be considered that it had a full year. And then after Rosh Hashanah, it's considered in its second year. Whereas if it didn't have 30 days, then it's not enough. So first we were all busy with the duration of time being significant. Is there enough time that it's considered like a year? We said, according to our mayor, you only need one day. Oh, it must be like only Rebbe so you need 30 days to be considered a year. Frag the Gemara, but we forgot about a different variable. We totally forgot about the fact that it's not considered a tree until it takes root and it takes 30 days to take root. So if that's true, then really, if we're going like Rebbe Lazar, you should need to plant 60 days before Rosh Hashanah for an order. When Rosh Hashanah comes, it's considered to be in its second year. And the Gemara says that And even if you want to say that the price is going like Rebbe Yehuda, maybe Rebbe Lazar really holds like Rebbe Yehuda, that a tree only needs three days to take root. So now you want to say, that's why it doesn't have to be 60 days before Rosh Hashanah, because maybe it takes root in three days, but you at least need 33 days. The Bryce should have said that the, for the laws of Arla, the tree had to be around for 33 days before Rosh Hashanah in order for it to be considered that a full year passed. Three days for it to take root, 30 days for it to be considered significant amount of time that a year passed. So either way, we don't really have a way of understanding how the Bryce has said 30 days. Okay, the price has said you need 30 days for it to be considered that after Rosh Hashanah it's in its second year. We don't understand how that can be. So the Gemara is going to do something now, which is so obvious. But what it is, it's funny. The Gemara, I just want to explain like the steps here and the progression of the Gemara. The reason it's not obvious is because we're doing like a stutter step. What do I mean by that? First, we had the price that said you need 30 days and then Rosh Hashanah comes, it's in its second year. Less than 30 days, even after Rosh Hashanah, it's still in its first year. Our initial analysis is that the whole issue is how much time is significant to be a year. Remember, we were so busy comparing it to our mayor and Rebbe Lazar. Like, if, is the power considered three years old after 24 months and one day or after 24 months and three years? That was the Gemara's initial analysis. So we, we, we took it away from being Rameer, like pushed it away from being Rameer. We accepted that for sure it could only be like Rebbe Lazar that says you need 30 days. And then we got, well, wait a second. Wait a second. You need 30 days for it to to even take root. So you really need 60. And then we said, even if maybe we go like the opinion, it only takes three days to take root, but it has to at least be 33. So what in the world is going on? How can it be that within just 30 days, now it's considered in its first year? But why don't we do the most obvious thing of all time? Go back to it being Rebbe Mayer, and really you only need one day for it to be considered significant amount of time to be a year. And the reason it said you need 30 days is to take root. And that's exactly what the Gemara does in the next line. The price has said you need 30 days. Why 30 days? We're going like Rameer. One day is the amount of time that's significant for a year. A power is considered a three-year-old after 24 months and one day. This that the price has said that the tree has to be 30 days before Rosh Hashanah was in order for it to take hold, for it to take root. The reason why it said you have to plant it 30 days isn't because less than 30 days isn't significant to be a year. It's because it has to take root before Rosh Hashanah and have at least one day that to be a year. That's why it has to be 30 days. So you need 31? Oh, it's not good enough. You need 31. That's exactly the Mars question. You need 31. Why? You plant it 30 days it will take to take root. Then I need a day for it to be considered a year. So it should be 31. So however you look at this, we're stuck. If it takes 30 days to take root, you should need 60 days. If it takes three days to take root, it should take 33. And even if we go that one day a year, one day is a significant amount of time to be considered like a full year, a mayor's opinion, it should at least be 31 days. So we have no way of understanding how the Bryce has said that the law of Arla is that if I plan three, 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, it's considered to be that it finished its first year when Rosh Hashanah comes. 
So the Gemara says an interesting point because holds that the day 30 counts for both things, meaning it takes root sometime on day 30 and the partial day 30 after that, let's say it took root, we don't know exactly when on day 30 it takes root in the, in the science, but on sometime on day root, on day 30 it takes root. The rest of that day will be, excuse me, the rest of that day will be considered its first day, its first year. There we go. Now we understand it. So we're coming out now, a very interesting point, that we have a long machlokas in Mitzias about the, how long it takes things to take root. Okay, this is a big nafkimina in the laws of Shemitah. How long ahead of Shemitah do I have to plant? We also have a big uh, nafkimina in terms of the laws of Arla, that the tree has to be around before, um, as re- the tree has to take root, has to be a tree before the first year, before Rosh Hashanah comes, which would be considered the first year. Then we have another issue, which is how much amount of time is significant to be a year. There are two separate issues completely. And we're coming out that our bribes, which said that you need 30, to plant 30 days before Rosh Hashanah in order that when Rosh Hashanah comes, it will be considered if that a year, it's, it's already a year old, is really going like Rameir. One day of a year is considered enough of amount of time for it to be chashub like a year. Rameir's opinion, again, is that it's, a power is three years old when 24 months and one day pass. But it has to plan, be planted within 30 days before, but 30 days before so that it could take root and also have the passage of a day. So we were talking about Arla. So in regard to Arla, there's no din of Tosafas. But you're right, the other price of which was talking about... Um, the Shemitah business, yeah. In the law of the Shemitah business, you're going to have that. But one second, I'm sorry, Yuda, I didn't answer you correctly at all. I didn't answer you correctly at all. Because the Brisa does talk about the Sefer Shemitah as well. I just simply didn't acknowledge it. Take a look at the Brisa. You're making a great point. The Brisa said, So it seems like what has to be said and this is going back with this, is that there's two dinah. There's what's permissible to plant before Shemitah. The right thing to do, if you're going to ask the rabbi is, do plant it in enough time that it will take hold before this man of Tosafes. So the right thing to do would really be plant it 60 days ahead if it takes 30 days to take hold. But the din midrabana that you have to uproot a tree that was planted incorrectly is only you have to uproot a tree that took root during Shemitah. So as long as I planted it 30 days before Shemitah, I won't have to uproot it. So, yeah, so this gets back to what I was saying before. So the real Isser is um, that it takes root during Shemitah. Correct. But it, so it doesn't make a difference. Correct. But it does still seem that it's not permissible. Maybe only Midrabanan. Maybe only Midrabanan. But it's not permissible. It's not the right thing to do to plant it less than 60 days before. We want it to be taking root before this Man of Tosafas also. But the Din Midrabana that we penalize the person who's done in the wrong thing and planted it during the Zman of Tosafes, we, we knas him for the fact that it took root during Shemitah. It's a little bit of both. We wouldn't be able to mouse. Correct. Correct. I think you're right. Correct. Because he didn't Lamaisa work it during, during Shemitah. Okay. Now, Lamaisa, what do we have? We have the Rablazer and Rameir disagreed about the minimum amount of days that's considered a year, right? Where was that main machloka? It's about the par, right? Is the par. Is the power uh, three years old when it's 24 months in one day or 30 days? So now the Gemara says, Both Rameir and Rablazar are looking at one Pasuk and they're, they're having a machlokas about how to, what the takeaway is. So this is the Pasuk by the flood, by the marvel, by Noah. So it says, It says that it was at one and 600 years. At one and 600 years. Barishon in the first month. On the first of the month, what does it say? That the waters all then dried up from the earth. That's the Pasuk. So, so when we're talking about the one and 600 years, we're talking about of Noah's life. That's how old Noah was at the time. It was the one and 600 years. But the first, when we say the first month, so we mean the first month. It's, a, it's an interesting question what, what exactly it is. We're going to be learning as a whole thing if it means 
Um, but exactly when it comes, when was the mabal, when did it start, when did it finish, we'll learn about that more tomorrow. But anyways, at any rate, what we see here is that it's, it, is that it's the first year plus 600 years, and it's in the first of the first month. Rameir Ramayr says, what's going on is that it was really only one day that entered into this 601st year, meaning it was 600 complete years, and then it was one day into the next year. That's what's going on. We're saying it was the first in the 600th year, in the first day of the first month. So one day had started of this, of this 601st year, because and the Pasuk is saying it's a year, because look, it says, Shona. So it sounds like we're saying that it was like the 601st year already had a din of a year. Even though it was only one day in it that had a pass, it's considered already to be a year. Shemami, no, we can take away. A single day in the year is already regarded to be one full year. The Edah, Rabbi Lazar says, no. If the language of the Pasuk would be 601 years, with the year being next to the one, then it would be like you said, we see that the din of the Shana is even on the Achas. That 601st year is already considered, the first, that extra one year is already considered a year with the passage of one day. But since that's not the way it said it, it said in the first and 600 years, the, the title of years is going on the fact of that it was 600. It's not going on the one. My Achas, what does it mean that there was one? It was saying that it began the first year. So really we're saying that it wasn't considered a year, the 601st. The din of Shana didn't go on that because it was only the first, only one day had passed. And one day, according to Rabbi Lazar, is not enough for it to be considered regarded like a year. So when it says, what it's saying is, and it was in the beginning of a year. Not, it wasn't a year yet. It was in the beginning of the first. And a full 600 years, this following thing occurred. Whereas the other opinion was saying, no, that the Shana goes on the one as well. And therefore we're saying that Yom Echad Vashana Chashav Shana. Now, says the Gemara of Rabbi Lazar, my time. Where's Rabbi Lazar coming from to say that he's going to prove the other way? That one day is not considered a year. It says in the, in the, in the first month, on the first of the month. So, it was only one day that was in the month, right? It was the first of the first month. It's already considered calling it a month, right? The Pasuk says, in the first month, on the first of the month. So it could have just said, maybe in the first on the first. The fact that it said La Chodesh is coming to say that even though one day had passed, it was calling it a Chodesh. So from the fact that one day of a month is called a month, as soon as a single day in a month passes, it's considered like it was a passage of a month. Now we can make a proportionate thing. If a single day in a month is considered a full month, so one unit of time in the breakup of a month is considered already a month. So the equivalent of that would be 30 days in a year should be considered a full year. A month is counted according to one of its units, meaning a day. The passage of one day in a month is considered a month. And a year is counted according to one of its units. The units of a year are months. So therefore, just as Yom, Yom Echad in a month is considered a month, so too, one month of a year is considered to be a year. So that's Rabbi Lazar's takeaway. From the fact that we're saying that with one day is considered a month, so it's, it's logical to, to, to assert that further and say that one unit of a year, meaning one month of a year, is considered the passage of a year. So bottom line is we have a dispute. Everybody agrees that you don't need a full amount of time of a year to be considered a, amount of, a year. How much do you need? Rabbi Meir is saying one day, from the Vahiba Achas, Vishesh Meo Shana, Yel the Shana is going on the Achas, even though only one day of the 600, 601st year passed, we called it the 601st year. It was already considered that, that there was one more year in that 601st year. 
Whereas Rabbi Mayer, Rabbi, Rabbi uh, Elazar here is saying just the opposite. If I see that there's uh, one day of a month is considered a month, so we should say that one, um, one month of the year is enough to be considered a year.